0: Welcome to Inflection Point Moment. I'm Jeff Hier jones
1: And I'm Rhonda Peterson. We're here today to talk tips, tricks, and resources for growth-oriented small business owners. So let's jump in. How you doing? <laughs> Happy Monday to you. Here we are. It's 1215, so we're live for Inflection Point Moments. And of course, you greeted me as you always do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right before we went on, I zoomed the camera all the way up to my eye. <laughs> so it's just my eyeball. Um, yeah. And managed to get backed out just in time, I think, before it said go. Mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. So today, um, I want to welcome everybody that is joining us today. We have some um, new people who have accepted the invitation and I'm really excited that they will have the opportunity to watch our live stream either with us now. Oh, Gary Monty's with us. Um, Or later on, because if you can't get here for the live stream on any given day, you can always watch it later. Um, And I was talking to a friend at a leadership conference that I was at last week on Friday. And she was commenting that she, she comes to the live streams on a regular basis but she wasn't aware of the fact that she can let us know she's here. So if you're here with us and you would like to let us know you're here, the way you do that is you type in the comments section of whatever, um, whatever platform you're watching us on. So if you're on LinkedIn, just type us a comment in LinkedIn. We can't respond back to you in the comments, But we can read what you're saying to us and we will respond to it uh, verbally in what we're saying. Um, YouTube should be able to do the same thing. So please let us know if you're here. Gary has been with us um, more than once and he knows the drill. We love knowing you're with us. We love having you interact with us on whatever we're going to talk about. So please join in. So today, Jeff, we're going to talk about. Hey, Yasmin. Yay. We're glad you're with us today. And Sherry Miller's with us. Awesome. Um, We're going to talk about margin and that it's not for sissies. Now, when we talked about this title and I was working on, okay, how are we going to title this? Um, I reached out to you because you're a year or two younger than me. And I said, Jeff, what's the word that somebody your age would use for sissies? Because I didn't know that that was like, you know, the appropriate term. I like to be hip and trendy. And you said, I thought that word works for what we're talking about. So we went with sissies. But basically what this means is just because you're tough doesn't mean you don't need margin.
0: And you know, what's really funny when we first, when you first sent me that, I thought we were talking about margin in a financial sense. Oh, well, <laughs> this is kind that's of a weird an
1: interesting topic. point.
0: Right in the middle of kind of what you've selected, you know, as a topic around emotional intelligence and, you know, the things. But at first I thought, man, this is kind of a weird thing just to throw in there, you know, about margin. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you can see where my head goes to with that with that topic.
1: That's an interesting, but that is interesting because margin has a lot of definitions. Yes. And there is financial margin. That's important. I mean, like, there's a margin account on your investment account, there's um, having some margin in your cash flow, and there's also having some margin in your time flow. <laughs> Gary says, Me too, Jeff. Well, yeah,
0: we're aligned, Gary. We are <laughs> so aligned.
1: Oh, my goodness. This is so funny. Well, um, from an emotional intelligence perspective, I guess it could be argued that both because we have now three people, Gary, Yasmin, and Jeff, who all initially thought that margin was something that was a cash flow or financial related thing, cash flow and um, financial related thing. That's not what I was referring to when I was talking, (laughs) Gary, (laughs) when I was talking about it from an emotional intelligence perspective, from the emotional intelligence perspective, margin is white space in your calendar, in your mind. Um, And when we think about margin, one way to think about it because one of the things i wrote down was what the heck is margin anyway margin is space if we think about when we are um doing things on a sheet of paper when we are creating a document because we've all created a document in word most likely or some such thing the margin is the white space around the edges and if you're setting up your document you can set it up the standard is an inch at the top and the bottom and the sides so you've got white around the edges you do that for a reason your eye needs to have somewhere to rest so not only is there margin around the edge of the paper but there is rest space at the end of a paragraph there's an indicator when a paragraph stop stops and a paragraph starts it's either that there's an indent that some of the people who are on here with me will remember using a typewriter and you had a little tab thing that you went to the next. Yeah. And, um, Oh, this is going to be really good because Yasmin is a designer. So as soon as I finish this, I'm going to read what she just said to us. Now, sometimes when you're, um, typing, you'll leave a space between not type when you're, doing word processing on your computer, you'll leave a space between paragraphs. So you don't need that indent in the next paragraph. So your eye gets used to this. The other thing to think of, and I find this really interesting, and Yasmin might have some insight on this, is it used to be when we used a typewriter, yes, I am that old, but just for the record, I was a horrible typist. He did it. I had, Gary says, I had a royal safari. I don't remember what the kind of typewriter was that I had. I had one. I didn't use it much. Anyway, um, it used to be that at the end of a sentence, it was finish the word, period, space, space. Remember this, Gary? And today, people don't put that second space in there. It's, Period, space, next sentence starts. So there's less space in there for your eye to rest. It's a really interesting thing to think about, but it gives you a concept of what margin is. <laughs> yeah, portable, paper, portable typewriter, term papers, lab reports. Yeah, double spacing. Okay, so Yasmin says, I love that margin is space. In design, there is a difference between margin and spacing, borders, and the actual content. And that's one way to actually model what we're talking about today. Because in thinking about emotional intelligence and self-management, which is the um, domain of emotional intelligence we're talking about this month. I am doing all the talking. You're gonna get your chance, trust me. Having margin is critical to that self-management process. So in your calendar, think about your calendar as kind of one of those places where margin shows up in emotional intelligence. It's allowing for unscheduled time, time where you're not committed to do something. You're not, you don't have to be accomplishing a task. This allows you time to breathe, to think to relax, so you don't have to do anything. It's time to just be, which is something our society is really not good at. More and more people talk about mindfulness, meditation, prayer, having white space in their life. But there are many people who don't feel like they can stop long enough for this because they fear falling behind because they're not constantly doing and unfortunately, many workplaces reinforce this with performance demands that don't recognize the fact that white space is critical for performance. Hello, this is interesting. Gary says Buddhism encourages the use of space. That's where the context lives. Gary, can you say more about the definition of the word context that you're talking about here? Because I have a feeling there's some richness there and. And I would like to know what that means in this situation. Um, So I'm going to stop for a second because I have the feeling you have something to say. And Yasmin, if you want to jump in with anything that relates from the design perspective and how that all interacts with this, we'd love to hear your insight.
0: No, I I think that's so true. And I think what you said about not having a lot of white space, you know, it feels like to me somewhat with the speed of technology and mm. you know, there's so much that we can do in the palm of our hands with email, social media, everything that that over the last several years has reduced that white space where people always feel like they're on, or they yeah. always, you know, so their email true. dings or an app gets a red notification and gives you an alert that there's something to look at on your phone. Yeah, you know, just... <clears throat> I think has further shortened some of that that white space because we're, you know, it's not just the employer; it, it's the technology and the things that we're always inundated with, you know, with news stories and notifications and texts and emails and mm-hmm. whatever else uh, that you might have. Games that are telling you to come back and play because you haven't been there in a while or whatever right there's all this that's
1: really true that's another thing yeah, yeah
0: it's just all this
1: things
0: yes continues the the pull on kind mm-hmm. of that margin
1: yeah exactly um this was several years ago we're not going to talk about how many but it was several years ago but i when i was in corporate toward the end of the time that i spent in the corporate space i remember so clearly watching people fill up the calendar of the person that i reported to who was also a friend of mine and he would go from seven or eight in the morning until five o'clock one meeting after another now every meeting that he was in there was a there was an action item at least one that came out of there, Jeff is like, oh my God, this sounds so familiar, that came out of that meeting that he was responsible for, or maybe one of his people was responsible for, you know, it could be that he could delegate it, but there was never time to take the actions that needed to be taken in between meetings, because it was back to back to back to back to back.
0: Yeah.
1: That's insanity. That. Is insanity. And how are you possibly able to be fresh and able to think clearly when you're constantly taking in information, you have no time to process it and you have no time to actually do the things you need to do. And then you wonder why people are working 12 and 14 hour days. That's not sustainable over time because not only is it taking a physical toll, it's taking a mental and emotional toll on you. So, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say that,
0: that, uh, I think just hits on the hat. You know, that margin continues to decrease based on all of these things that are vying for our time. Yeah. All absolutely. the time.
1: And this was before this. Was the thing that drove all of our lives. Yeah. There were cell phones, but it was not the smartphone in your hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just dated myself. What's the point? So um, Gary is defining context from a Buddhist perspective as pulling back to look at the situation and reconnecting with self and the outside wor- world. I love the fact that self and the outside world, so the broader world. No margin equals preoccupation equals isolation equals danger. Yes. Thank you for that um, equation there. Um, And he says, Buddhism encourages paying attention to the margin as well as the content. No margin equals blindness. Amen. And that is part of why we're talking about margin as it relates to self management. Because you do become blind when you have no margin, because you're so busy in the moment, just spinning and re- reacting to what's happening in the moment that you don't have time to step back yeah, and see it.
0: Kind of take it all in.
1: Yeah, exactly. See that bigger picture, which is what he was talking about, self and the outside world. It's not... It's not only self, but it's self in relationship to what's all around you. So this is great stuff. And while Gary is talking about it from a Buddhist perspective, other faith traditions also um, practice this. They just might use different words for it. But what he's saying is spot on. Unfortunately, culturally, we aren't good at this. Because we got this more equals better thing, which is not true. More equals more. Not good. There is a level that you get to where it's not good. Your calendar can only hold so much and be able to do it well. With excellence. Um, There is this expression. Have you ever heard this one, Jeff? You can sleep when you're dead.
0: Yes, I okay. have heard that one.
1: Can I just say that I hate that? <clears throat> With an absolute passion.
0: I yeah, I could guess that. <laughs> I in my younger years have said it on occasion <laughs> as well.
1: Yeah. You you've said I can sleep when I'm dead, or you can say, I hate when people say, you can sleep when you're dead. I've
0: said I can sleep when I'm dead. <laughs> In my
1: you know, maybe this is one of those things where getting a few years and a little life experience on us helps us to understand that that is a total fallacy. And really, this is true. You can sleep when you're dead, but you better be doing some sleeping now. Because if you don't, you can't. Again, it's not sustainable.
0: Yeah. You're and you permanently sleeping a lot earlier. Uh,
1: that is a really good way to phrase it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, there was a guy, my son worked at a golf course when he was younger. And when he, like when he was a lot younger and um, there was a man who owned a bit. <laughs> Yasmin has said it too. Yasmin Yasmin. Um, and there was, a man who owned a mortgage company back in those days. And he was at the course a lot and my son listened to him a lot. And that was one of the things that he used to say. And so my son would come home he was still living with us at that point in time. And he um, used to come home and say that. And I was just like, (laughs) this, this is a recipe for disaster yeah you can sleep when you're dead and there are times when you have to do hard things and it takes a lot of time and mm-hmm. a lot of energy but that is a practice you cannot do constantly over a long period of time the cost is too much not sustainable no term. Oh, absolutely not so i was thinking about what are some of the values margin why why do we need margin because if i'm talking about you know you really need margin and gary's had some comments about that and yasmin i'm going to see if i can scroll back up to what she said about its space there's a difference between margin spacing borders and the actual content so you need there are differences between all those things um Someday, Yasma, we're going to have you on and we're going to talk about that. That'll be an interesting conversation. Um, But here's some values I thought of for Marge, and I'm interested in anybody else's values of it, too. Number one, we can see creative solutions to problems that we can't see when we're going 100 miles an hour. Just for the record, the guy that told my son, you can sleep when you're dead, had a Corvette. We'll leave it at that. I don't know what those two things have to do. Actually, I do know because my son one time had the Corvette. Never mind. Um, number two is adaptability. We can step back and say, is that really what that person meant? Or am I misinterpreting what was said because I'm going so fast that I can't get a good perspective? And is this the only way to approach this? Is another question you can ask yourself. Yeah. And then another value is emotional self control. Margin allows you the time and space to step back from a problem and see potential positive solutions and outcomes. It allows you to react instead of respond. Sorry, to respond instead of reacting. Oh, that good. was that. Other way around. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Exactly. Instead of reacting, you can respond if you have margin. And sometimes you don't even need that much time. But if you've had margin, yeah, margin is needed for meaning. Exactly. If you've had margin in your life. So like you've had a weekend when you were actually able to enjoy a weekend as opposed to working two more 10 or 12 hour days because you had to crank something out then you come back into your work and you can see things differently.
0: Yeah. And you know, the, when you talked about the creative solutions, that's kind of the first value. The thing that I went back to was the whole, you can sleep when you're dead. Yeah. And sometimes when you get a good restful night of sleep, Mm -hmm. like your brain, just the way that it works, right. You can find things that, and get this moment of clarity when you wake up on something that maybe you've been working on for a while, this is the way that we could go about tackling this particular problem. So rest is, is another good, another good area of margin, making sure you get enough sleep.
1: Exactly. Exactly. That, that is so critical because there are so many things and the research is continually Uncovering more reasons why good sleep is important. Gary says slow motion is the fast way. Quoting Hoagie Carmichael, jazz musician. Yeah. That sounds so counterproductive, but it's, it's absolutely true. Go slow to go fast.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. And so being able to get rest, even taking a lunch hour makes a huge difference. That means, and okay, maybe it's, maybe it's a lunch 30 minutes, not a lunch hour, but a lunch break where you step away from what you're doing and whether you're going to eat your food during that time, whether you're going to go for a walk during that time, whether you're going to read a book during that time, whatever... Just don't scroll on your phone, please. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Put the phone down.
1: Yeah, exactly. Step away from the phone. (laughs) Um, Giving your brain a break to do something different can be a form of margin. You don't have to sit there with your fingers, you know, meditating. Ah. Gary says sleep is needed to flush toxins from the brain. I'm willing to bet that they fl- it flushes toxins from other places too, besides the brain. It gets like gets that stuff out of there. So it's not just the it's not just the um, thoughts that you can see more clearly, but it's the fact that your synapses can fire more quickly that way too. So the number of benefits from having margin from allowing yourself to rest, to breathe, to think just for the record, breathing deeply. I think we talked about this we week, did. last week just briefly. Um, it's, it's really important because you know, your brain needs the oxygen that you get when you're breathing in. you know, when you're breathing deeply as opposed to, and this is one of the things that happens with your emotions physically, this is a physical response when some of the emotions that can cause your brain to flood with the chemicals, those toxins that can get in your brain during a day when there are emotions that um, cause negative reactions you know, fear, anxiety, um, fight or flight. If you have the margin either proactively ahead of time or you allow yourself to step back from it, it makes a huge difference in your ability to see clearly because your brain is oxygenated. And when those emotions, those um, difficult emotions and situations come up, you don't breathe as deeply. That's one of your, that's one of the physical responses for a lot of us. And, um, I learned this when I was working with a counselor who would notice that when I was talking about things that were really intense, I was breathing very shallow. What?
0: Yeah. A lot different.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> and so I learned to be much more aware of how am I breathing I'm in this situation and actually it was in a situation a couple months ago where someone disagreed with me vehemently. Let's just phrase it that way. I know that's really hard to believe that that would happen, but our perspectives are very different on some things. And we sit on a board together and this person disagreed vehemently with me. And I mean, he was sitting in a chair that was, probably eight feet away from me. So it wasn't like he could reach me, but he was coming this way toward me. And I knew because of the work I've done that I needed to just sit back, Breathe deeply, listen to what was being said. Fortunately, somebody else took the conversation for a little bit and I didn't have to respond in the moment. Thank you, God, that I didn't have to respond in the moment.
0: You would have said something like, you know, I'd agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. I <laughs> only argue when I'm right. So sit down. <laughs> Let me finish.
1: Jeff, if only I had you there with me when really? I needed these words probably better if I don't
0: yeah (laughs) I should totally do improv
1: you really (laughs) should this is true (laughs) it would be if nothing else it would be totally humorous (laughs) what you we could do a thing that says what you really want to say okay really what you should say yeah
0: (laughs) it's like this uh if you've ever seen the emails like uh I think they're on coffee mugs too like the phrases people say at work like Per my previous email, which really means.
1: Why did you uh, read that? Yeah.
0: Moron. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's more colorful than that. But,
1: yeah. you know, but we, are, we are on a, on a live stream, a business right. live stream. So, yeah, exactly. So, what do you think, Jeff? Have we covered it well?
0: I think we did. <clears throat> I think we did. I kind of wish that. Multiple other people thought that this was a margin finance discussion. I wish I had one of those cash guns so that I could sh- shoot money in the air when you said margin was for it is for sissies just to get your response. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have a cash gun. So
1: or fortunately, depending on how you want to look at yeah. it. Actually
0: that <laughs> would have been fun to have one.
1: Yeah, that, that would have been really interesting. We I mean maybe we should have run it a cash gun. Yeah. And just event
0: peppered the screen with you know dollar bills flying through the air
1: i bet there if we knew how to do it there's probably some technology that could have made it look like there were cash oh yeah flying through the air Yep. so maybe someday we'll have to talk about margin is for sissies not from a cash flow perspective maybe in our next season That will make sense.
0: Yeah, that could make uh, really good sense. I know that there's filters on like Snapchat where you can make it rain, where it's like you're making dollar bills rain everywhere. So. Have to figure out how to do that and restream.
1: Yeah. Note to self. Things we have to learn. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Money, money, money.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Gary wants to see the cash. The cash
1: actually Gary is very flexible he can go on the money side and he can also go on the emotional intelligence side So there you go yeah there thank you to Gary and Yasmin for being with us and interacting today for um, helping us with their definitions of margin and how they understand it in their work and in their practices because you know Everybody comes to these topics and these, um, the learning around this from a different perspective and a different point.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's good that we can all learn together. So, we thank you for being with us. Next week is our last live stream for this season for season two of the Inflection Point Moment. Oh, that's big problem, Gary. Uh-huh. You're opening the can of worms here. Gary says big problem I have with clients is their resistance to margin. They want 100% productivity. Gary, can you um can you tell us is that they want 100% productivity from you, from themselves, or from their team? So while he's responding to that. I'm going to talk about what we're going to do next week. Our last live stream for season two is make it safe to lean into your emotions at work. I should say live stream slash podcast because some people watch the video and some people listen to us on the podcast, which you can find on Spotify and Apple. Okay. All of the above. Well, of course they do all of the above. So they want. Productivity all the time everywhere. And the problem with that expectation is you can't deliver productivity all the time everywhere if you don't understand the value of margin, which hopefully we discussed well enough today. From an emotional intelligence perspective, the whole cash flow side of margin is a conversation for this fall.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. And for next week, you would mentioned that the end of season two wrapping up. So to tie into our topic, we've created margin for ourselves in July to take some time off. Uh, So we're taking the month of July off in between season two and kicking off season three. Uh, so that we can spend time with our families and travel and, and doing some other things on Monday. So that way we don't have to juggle, hey, one of us goes out of the loan, or we got to find guests for these weeks where we're, we're going to be kind of out of pocket for other commitments. So we are creating margin in our calendars on yeah. Monday at 1215 for the next uh, four weeks following next week.
1: Um, Actually six, but who's counting? Or maybe it's five.
0: Yeah, maybe it's six. But I don't. Know. But we're taking we're
1: coming a- back mid August.
0: Yep, mid August coming back once kids and grandkids and everyone goes back to school uh, in August, we'll start. Hard to believe season three is. I know already upon us.
1: This is true, but we're having fun, and we yeah. have you join us, and that makes it even better. Yes, so. We have, we have some exciting things planned and just as another sneak peek about it, um, in July, we're going to put out, as available, the opportunity for folks to apply to be a guest to do a live coaching session with us. So it'll be you, Jeff, and me on the screen talking about whatever coaching topic you want to talk about. So one more thing yeah. uh, to experiment with for season three coming up yeah awesome hey Jeff as always it's been great thank you to Yasmin and Gary for joining us live and oh I'm sorry uh Yasmin Gary and Gary Now hold on yeah and Sherry you're right I'm sorry
0: I'm always right Rhonda <laughs> <laughs> I'm on today
1: You are. Okay. Jeff, I'll see you next Monday.
0: Yes. We'll see you next Monday.
1: Okay. Bye-bye.
0: Welcome to Inflection Point Moment. I'm Jeff Heyer jones
1: And I'm Rhonda Peterson. We're here today to talk tips, tricks, and resources for growth-oriented small business owners. So let's jump in.